Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. So, attempt number two. You know, surprisingly, we don't often re-record stuff. We usually just roll with it. Like never, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was, uh, we just spent the first eight minutes of the podcast literally just walking back and forth from the table to the liquor cabinet, like figuring out a cocktail to make. It was pretty good. So I just cut. I'm. Inst- I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? We should cut it out. And then I was thinking about it. And I'm like, let's just start again because <laughs> that that wasn't even worth it. So, hi, my name is Willows. My name is not Tyler. It's not Tyler. Sorry, my name is Tyler. It's not Willows. I I panicked for a second there. Um, yeah. So today, uh, today we're already drinking. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, plug YouTube.com/slash/votewillows. Thank you. Um, you'll see a very pretty array of uh, beverages on our table today. So we're drinking uh, Captain Morgan Private Stock, which is a, uh, yes, top shelf Captain Morgan. <laughs> we went there. In um, quotations. Yes. Um, Captain Morgan's like fine. It's a good mixing like rum. Um, this is like the $60, $70 kind of looks. It's like in a nice little pri- pirate bottle kind of thing. Um, but then when I took it, we were, dr- we're just drinking it over ice at the moment. And then when I took a sip, I, I remember saying like, oh, that seems sweet. And then I looked at the ingredients. They absolutely add sugar to it. And then we were drinking it and we're like, hey, that would actually probably make a good little cocktail. Um, this is Alcohol Beyond This Point, by the way. <laughs> the the podcast where we uh, debate business topics, uh, drunk and then uh, sober. So is this an excuse to uh, drink or an excuse, excuse to uh, scratch our egos? This podcast? Yeah. Well, th- th- I don't need an excuse to drink, I would say. I would agree. <laughs> um, so it's the latter, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, like, we... I, I think I, I still... Like, we founded this podcast based on the fact that we were doing this already. We were getting drunk and trying to work through our business problems. Yeah. And we just figured we may as well. If we get value from it, maybe other people would get value from it, too. Yeah. And I don't think that's changed at all. I, I still feel like that's what we're doing. Yeah. No, I'm just... It's just, I'm just spitting in the wind here because, um, yeah, no, I, got, I got a couple topics on my mind and that's about as formal as this podcast has gotten. And I love it because, you know, we have gotten to the point where we can actually flow conversation pretty easily. We can riff on topic, which is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, have a lot of shit we could speak to, even though, uh, we don't really do anything except, uh, work our fucking faces off. Which is, if you just heard the intro, you heard Tyler's voice saying, this isn't two podcasters trying to talk business, this is two business people trying to podcast. That's our intro. Oh. If you weren't, if you weren't aware. I, I didn't, I, did, I you honestly did. didn't know that you did that. We have a, it's a little intro, it's a uh, AI Australian accented Siri voice that says, alcohol beyond this point podcast, and then it's you saying that line, and yeah. then it's like a cheers like a oh that's like, dope I, so that's that play, that play, <laughs> how did I not know this that's you been never about, told me. I think that's been about 15 episodes I've had that in oh my god uh, that's been at the at the right at the beginning I, I, I and don't right. I don't apologize for not knowing that because <laughs> I don't listen to my own my own shit yeah I, that's uh, at the beginning and the end of uh, all the podcasts I'm pretty sure I showed you it before I'm pretty sure you didn't I'm like 100% okay, sure okay maybe you show me the clip I didn't I thought that was like a clip uh, for like social media Well that was The I, clip of you saying it was But then yeah. I'm like Oh that's actually a, Pretty much sums up Yeah The podcast Okay yeah So I, yeah I made that The little intro 
cool. Yeah. Nice. I'll play it for you after. I was wondering why you just stopped doing the intro. What do you mean? Like where you'd like Herodotus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now I have, we have an intro now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, that was way too long for me it, to read. It was pretty long, yeah. yeah. I have abridged it. I, which ap- it, see, I, appreci- I appreciate the bridged. See, this is all about um, adapting, right? Like if you look at um, episode one versus now, we were fo- f- recording on like, we had no mics. We were just recording on a phone in like your boss's office after hours. <laughs> Yeah, and then like, getting, getting in trouble for, get, you know, boss comes into work in the morning and there's just, like, piles of liquor all over the place. <laughs> it's fine. Empty liquor bottles. And um, That's really funny. Almost got somebody fired like that. Yeah. Well, can't get me fired, so. Um, but we, we've come a long way, in, uh, and I think that's important, is to be able to quickly adapt. Like, you know, I'm listening to other podcasts, and I'm like, oh, this, is, like, long intros that I've already heard before is boring in a in a podcast. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll cut mine down because I don't, like I don't want to be boring. And also, then... like it, the hard part about podcasting is the this you need some sort of specificity to it, but you also can't pigeonhole yourself if you're going to have any longevity, right? Yeah, because we we were kind of pigeonholing ourselves at the beginning, where we were like, we need to talk about one topic and debate it, specifically something we disagree about. Yeah, which is like number one, we don't agree, disagree a ton. That's why we're friends. Um, number two. Uh, it was difficult to like come up with something every week. Well, not just that. It's it's it just the, who's gonna tune into a, a fucking debate show? Um, CNN. When it's politicians screaming at each other, that's <laughs> not a debate show. That's just peacocking on stage. That's fair. Um, if it, I God, I wish it was an actual debate show. That'd be cool. Where they like were able, they made them like switch sides. Oh yeah, that'd be actually that'd be that would be cool like, if uh, like they, the Republicans they, had to argue the other side. Yeah, they could like pick a topic, and then just be like, "Okay, now Biden, you're arguing in favor of border." Oh wait, yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> um, hot take. Yeah, because in like debate class, you have to draw a topic from like a hat. Yeah, and then you draw either opposed or 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 yeah. for. Yeah, and you have to be able, and that's the whole point. You're trying to be able to. It's about being able to debate your it's mental flexibility yeah it's a mental exercise basically yeah. right which uh, is not something politicians like to do politicians human beings in general i think don't really like to be mentally flexible true do you um, see uh <laughs> vax rates went like through the roof because uh, facebook was down for six hours and all the old people were like wow i i guess vaccines are good i haven't seen any bad information about them today and then they went and got them Wow, that's a that was a joke, but Facebook was down for six hours the other day. I was going to say, well, that's a great segue because I was <laughs> going to say, speaking of uh, innovating, going fast and breaking stuff, uh, Facebook has uh, ceased innovating and just uh, <laughs> just started breaking stuff. Yeah, well, not so... not started. They 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 just you know they've always been breaking stuff and uh, now they're just doing it bigger and more damaging to everybody. It's good that you wanted to talk about this too, because we didn't coordinate this. I also wanted to talk about this. I mean, it's kind of the biggest story right now, to be fair. Yeah. So Facebook and all related services, so Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp. Well, that's not actually what I was thinking about, but yes. Okay, we're we're all down for like eight hours, I think six eight hours. Uh, some um, yeah, some people it was down six to eight hours. Yeah. Um, and uh, that became a problem because, for instance. Uh, 95% of the world that's not America and Canada uses WhatsApp as their main 
communication yeah. platform. Yeah, like in lieu of texting networks and um, that. Yeah, I guess. Well, data is more prevalent than like um, cell phone networks right, right, now, right. apparently, yeah, yeah. in a lot of these third world countries. Yeah. Um, it's easier to get internet than it is um, cell service some I, places. I might be completely wrong on this, but um, I believe in terms of just the, the principles of the technology, the internet should have been invented before the phone elaborate just in terms of complex complex, <laughs> no. complexity of the invention well you think internet's less complex than the telephone L like like uplink connectivity versus the telephone yeah really yeah isn't telephone just a wire they both are like isn't <laughs> i just blew my mind um isn't no i'm pretty sure we did it like you backwards know, hold on you know those um tin cans on a string yeah isn't that just a phone no <laughs> <laughs> that's just vibration not electrical signal but um <laughs> i i see I, I like it either way sure yes <laughs> okay. yes that is how it works and when when the wind blows that's why it goes oh and when squirrels shit on it but now explain starlink spiss true spiss spiss is wild <laughs> okay, i wish anyway, we could go to spiss i'm not gonna get into the weeds of technology i don't fully fucking understand i don't but, even understand anything but yeah so facebook went down um, true. and in within like days of that happening there's this whistleblower that comes forward and uh goes on evening news and releases a bunch of documents and like the hard facts of it are not super mind-blowing but the fact that it's like some documents accompanied with a whistleblower who's knowledgeable i read the congress thing it didn't seem that incriminating here's what's significant about it is uh this is the first time that congress has had facebook in uh in an interview and not just said oh why my facebook no work good oh my god do you remember when they had they were interviewing zuckerberg and he's like so if facebook's free how do y'all make money yeah, and he's literally. like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> right? Yeah, no. It, they've gone. They've come a long way from that. This time, they were actually talking about the nuts and bolts of the algorithms. That what are they worried about? Privacy? No, no. It's not a privacy. Uh, that's that's the other thing. It's the first time they've talked about it, and it wasn't a it wasn't okay. a privacy. What are question. they worried about? I forget. It's um. I read it. It's yesterday, and I'm already like just spacing. social influence, basically, of like of the algorithms and how they propagate misinformation above mm. accurate information or because, above well, you know, it, it, something from well, someone you know is going to be buried below but it, fucking Shapiro. But it propagates and, stuff within your echo chamber. Not even, no. Okay. Um, what, what they were showing is that like you could be tangent to the echo chamber and it will drag you in because mm. being in that echo chamber is the most profitable for Facebook. So you could oh, be like, okay. oh, I'm interested in um, health food. Yeah. Like, so they did this with like a fake profile of a 13 year old girl because that's kind of, they get it the worst basically. And um, get them young. Exactly. And that's, that's their business model. But they, they started with um something simple as like tangent to it. it was like healthy eating and within 36 hours it was like pro anorexia content wow um and it was like just it was incredibly fast and it was just like down the rabbit hole and uh they went and then facebook didn't did an experiment where they were like even further back like less suggestive of anything to do with eating or uh, or, uh like body image disorders or anything like that they were like 
three, four, five tangents away. And it was like, yeah, hours or days to like drag you into into the echo chamber. You think Facebook's bad? What's to don't tell Congress about 2012 Tumblr. <laughs> well, the the point is, it's uh, suggesting it's designed to suggest content. Everyone knows this, but it's designed to suggest content to you that you will engage with, or that's content that will enrage you. Yeah, because if I see something I agree with. I like it and I scroll on, but if I see something I disagree with, I fucking take to the comments and start arguing with people. Yeah, that's yeah. why people post inflaming content because they want people to interact with them. Yeah, and that's well, I mean, some people do, but most people just get angry and then react. Yeah, well, no, no I and mean the, the, the people, content right, creators, yeah, the content creator are creators, well aware that you're well, gonna. Do yeah, that. but it's like ninety percent like fucking agent provocateurs from like from state actors, Love and it. this is proven. Like, yeah. Fucking ninety percent of COVID disinformation is Joe Biden is state sponsored. Like, yes, it's it's from somewhere fucking else, and uh, COVID, or sorry, and Facebook just blows it up because yeah. that's what uh, that's gets, what people are that's, that's engaging gets, with. That's what gets people to stay on as longer, right? Yeah. And there was uh, one of the revealing statements of the interview was uh, this girl. She was she basically was the head of. Um, I wouldn't say like censorship, but kind of like the community uh, community guidelines and community safety uh, committee. So it was kind of her job to work on this stuff. And it was proposed to Zuckerberg like, oh, we have this feature that we introduced that is supposed to give people, quote unquote, a better quality content stuff that they would engage with more things that they care, care about more or, or whatever. And what they realized very quickly is that actually meant you know, accelerated disinformation and all this shit and just the more heinous, more awful, more offensive stuff, uh, the more it was promoted and like, okay, we can see that this is happening. We know that's exactly how this feature is working. Here's what we can do to fix it. And Zuckerberg just straight up said, no, I don't, we don't want to fix that. Sure. And it was, that's what, that's kind of the bombshell is proving that Facebook is aware of what it's doing and opting out. Don't we all know it. what it's doing? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Everyone knows. Like that's where I'm at but, the disconnect. Is like, but fuck, but like, but Facebook has plausible deniability. They're like, we're just a platform. We didn't. We don't make this. These things happen. Yeah, but that's I just know. human like, nature. No one's forcing you to be on Facebook and argue with fucking idiots. Like, well, exactly. That's what they argue. But yeah, that's what I argue. Fuck off. Like, well, yes, that's that's correct to a point. But at the same time, if the, the it's not like a public forum that's neutral it's like let's say town hall only platform the nuts that'd be that were like had calls to violence i like it and had nobody reasonable on stage sure. the town halls would quickly turn into fucking town riots yeah right like yeah. that's that's kind of the idea is it's not natural it's it's making uh it's making a mockery of social interactions by just like bastardizing every bit of it so it's like you can't actually, even if you wanted to, you couldn't have a pleasant experience on Facebook. And that's how it's engineered. And then um, part, as part of all this, there's been calls to break Facebook up, to non-compete the, or uh, not antitrust I, them. Actually, that's one thing they haven't brought up. Okay, like but even, I, well, I've been the hearing whistleblow, that. The whistleblowers, nobody has ever asked for the breakup of Facebook because yeah. the way that they see it is now you just have 15 fucking problems instead of one. Sure. Well, I've, I've been hearing it in uh, like left echo chambers. I don't, um, think, I don't think it's 
like it wasn't mentioned in Congress at all. Okay. Um, they didn't. I think that's AOC's per- position. Is yeah, is but that's AOC. That's fair. Uh, but um, I, I don't think it's on the table. I I think okay. I think it's if anything regu- regulation something? and oversight. They filed something a little bit ago. That was like six months ago. Yeah, I think that was that was that wasn't relevant to this though. No, no, I, I'm not saying it is, but I'm, I'm saying that, that's something. It, and it wasn't going to go anywhere. Okay. Like, that those aren't those conversations won't go anywhere. Well, what do you break them up into? Exactly. Facebook, Instagram, and then Zuckerberg still owns both of them. Yeah, exactly. How do they prevent you from owning a different company? Uh, they basically, I think they could just prevent you from controlling. How do they they can prevent ownership? Because fuck off. Yeah, they right. can just prevent uh, you having like uh, directorship or whatever. Um, because why not? the The most famous case of antitrust antitrust legislation is when a um when the government deems your company too powerful, too monopolized that there's you can basically manipulate the market. Yeah. Um. So the most famous example of antitrust was when they broke up Standard Oil. Um, Standard Oil had like. 90% market share of of oil and petroleum in the United States and um, <laughs> and now it's no different. <laughs> well, no um and then now it's just now it's just who was it Rockefeller? Who was it? Standard Oil? I think it was Rockefeller. Um why do I always fucking blank on this? We, I, I can't like is it we, Carnegie? No, we, Carnegie is steel. <laughs> me and you mix Carnegie and Rockefeller up constantly. Constantly. Carnegie is steel Rockefeller was oil. I'm pr- I'm like ninety five percent sure. Do we have to look this up again? No, it's fine. Um, it's irrelevant to my story. Okay, fine, fair. The owner of Standard Oil, um, they broke it up into like six companies. Uh, he ended up making more money. Yeah. Off those companies than he did as one company. Yeah. I'm not. Re- I don't think. I don't think any trust. I don't think the government getting involved ever works. Like there's a there's a completely different argument like. I understand the argument. Yeah. A company gets so large at a point where like Amazon, did you see that article the other day that fucking, it's like, we should give Amazon and Facebook a seat at the United Nations. Do you see that? No. Yeah. Someone wrote an article, like an opinion article uh, for like the Wall Street Journal or something. Oh no, I don't think it was the Wall Street Journal because I remember thinking, is this the Wall Street Journal that fucking Bezos owns? And it wasn't. But they they said Facebook and Amazon have have more resources than nation that are nations that are in the UN, um, so they should have a seat in the UN. In Apple. In Apple, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, wild, like some. This is like capitalist dystopia. Well, I was gonna say like you, I understand the government getting involved with shit fucks it up, but also, uh, you know, young billionaires just having no accountability romping around yeah, ca- but, causing fucking genocides with their social media companies and having no repercussions or yeah, responsibility then, also isn't good yeah but then young congress people with no oversight causing genocides in other countries is not a good you know what i mean like well, it, it's the government is the big is an armed group of thugs yeah. and for them to have the gall to suggest that Amazon only, is evil. Only fuck we can off. only we can do genocide. Yeah, basically fuck it. we have we have the mono- well, you can't have a monopoly on genocide. Fuck you. Like you know that's our job. Yeah, that's our like. Come on, come on, guys. I yeah, no, they don't have the moral high ground. I, no, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't say that. But it's like if not them, then who? Well, and then like I I don't know. Like if Facebook gets antitrusted, do they just move? Because they're already headquartered in fucking like Northern Ireland, right? Like, or well, no, it's because the it, the it would affect their 
uh, U.S. based operations. Yeah, like that's where mo- you got to realize that's like where all their staff is. That's where their, uh, you know, most of their financial base is as well. Sure, but um, yeah, and I guess like, uh, like that's where their clients. That's where most of the money comes Zuck from. Zuck would probably have to move away from Palo Alto if he wasn't cooperating with the U.S. Right. government, right? Like, yeah, there's, yeah, I don't, I don't think he can reasonably just evade this. Uh, yeah. But my argument would be, I think Facebook is just shooting itself in the fucking foot, and I don't think it's gonna be taken up by like a next generation. I don't know how long it'll take to kill yeah. itself, but like at Facebook as its own platform is aged, is aged, and I don't think it's, I don't think it has a lot of runway aside from, uh, you know, gobbling up new countries cool. new developing countries and then corrupting them and then burning well, and, through that population and buying whatsapp buying instagram those were amazing business um right decisions right, right. so it can continue to you know buy or maybe release new products because it has the capital to do so but i mean they will have to be new and different because um the only reason i'm on facebook still is because my business um my uh, core demographic that I sell wine to is wine moms and wine moms are on Facebook. I, yeah. And I get, I get business referrals on Facebook too. I don't post anything. Yeah, I know. Well, you don't post anything anywhere. But, yeah. Um, well, no, I, I post on like Instagram stories consistently. Fair. And I get good response off of that, but I, I post to Instagram and Facebook stories. Yeah. 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 And then I get, uh, actually anyone that kind of follows me, sees those stories come up and then that's how I get, uh, tagged and stuff for work. As people see the kind of work I'm doing on a regular basis. Yeah. And then that's how I get new jobs. So it's like, yeah, I don't make posts per se because the reach is just fucking awful unless you boost it. My reach is pretty good on Facebook, my organic reach. Yeah? Yeah. Because they just, as soon as you have a business page, they just nerf it because they want you to spend money. I do spend money though. Yeah. Um, I, I can't prove this, but I'm pretty sure when you spend money, even your posts that you don't spend money on, are do, do are better. do better yeah i'm pretty I, sure that's yeah i think you're right yeah because that's because now that i have rotating ads i'm pretty sure that's happening yeah um but yeah no but like i have 18 19 year old employees that were like you you're on facebook <laughs> like, yeah they like even like my one of my 18 year old employees said that instagram was for like old people yeah like she uses tiktok yeah yeah, like, like TikTok Which is and, probably good. I think TikTok and Snapchat is like exclusively what she uses to communicate. And that was one of the arguments as well. Is like if um, Instagram, and Facebook are regulated, because if one is regulated, the other is as well. Of course. Uh, you know, for specific things about their algorithms, uh, that would, in some ways, kind of set them back in terms of you know if the engagement and addictability. Or the yeah the addictability level of of these platforms goes down, your com- your competitors like t- like TikTok might see a resurgence, or like or might get boosted like maybe Twitter sees a boost maybe, um, maybe TikTok sees a bump maybe there's something else that comes around, and then the problem, then has to be I guess kicked to them. Now you have to regulate their algorithms or, you know TikTok for example what are you gonna do? TikTok is Chinese. Yeah. Exactly. What are what the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> Honestly, TikTok would probably listen if if the U.S. told them to do something. Well, didn't wasn't Trump gonna ban them? Yeah. Well, they well basically they just migrated all their data into U.S. hands, so all U.S. data stays in the U.S. Apparently. Yeah. Which al- I, allegedly. Which I doubt. 
very much, but yeah, I think we've talked about TikTok before on the podcast and like how it's basically just a spyware app with like a thin veneer of social media on the front of it. <laughs> it's fine. I like it's it. Like, there's, it's like, ni- it's like there's... 90, 90% spyware and then like 10% social media. There's funny stuff though. Good vid, good doggos. There's doggos. There's funny, funny guys, funny girls. There's butts on there. A lot of butts. I like TikTok. <laughs> okay, well, this actually uh, fun fact. I didn't have a TikTok. I always talk. Uh, I just had. I just look at Instagram Reels, and people just repost TikToks. Yeah. Um. I made a TikTok when Instagram was down. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. nice. And it's exactly the same as Instagram Reels. <laughs> wow! Amazing. Wow. Rip so, off and duplicate. I'm almost done. Back off. Tyler, the type of bloke to keep his fucking rum drink on Dear his cell phone. God. <laughs> so this weekend was exhausting. <laughs> so if you watched the last episode or the last half episode, we had our friend uh, Jean Luc on because he was in town. Uh, he lives a couple provinces over. He came to visit for the weekend, and we went out to the cabin together. The the three of us, and then plus um, my business partner and our friend Mitchell, and uh, some some gorals, some some gorals as well. And uh, I don't know how much I want to incriminate ourselves. As little as possible. We did nothing. We took no substances and we drank no alcohol. No, we just drank alcohol. Right. We just drank. We can do that. Right. That's legal. And, and we marijuana. Smoked, is, we smoked. Yes. We mar- smoked the marijuana. Marijuana is legal as well. <laughs> uh, so we did those two things And nothing else And nothing else We drank tea We drank tea It was really bad tasting actually It was kind of earthy kind but, of... The, but jasmine Yes Great jasmine tea It was delicious it, Well I didn't really love the tea But I liked the six, four to six hours after I drank the tea Was was pretty good and uh, we went out. Yeah, you laughed your fucking ass off. I have not laughed that hard in a long time. Probably, it was maybe really good tea. I was literally dying. Like I, oh my god. Well, we were on an island at a cabin in the Whiteshell Provincial Park, and uh, we were just. It was like a perfect. It was like we went out and we just watched the stars, and it was like we could. We were out there for hours on the dock, and we just saw like saw like shooting stars and. It was like perfectly clear. Aurora Borealis. We saw the Aurora Borealis too. Northern Lights. Um, that was super. Gorgeous. Oh man, man like that was we're just a... like staring at this tree line because it was like the water was perfectly glassy, so you could yeah. see the stars reflecting in the water. And then like, so you look down and it's just like stars, and then there's like the shadow of the tree line of the island in front of you or the mainland, and then you know just stars overhead, and then all of a sudden like the horizon just started glowing, and we're like, um, there's no city over there. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, it was just Northern Lights. And then, it was and then we were like, oh, this is good tea. And then uh, we're like, oh, no, wait, that's Northern Lights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yeah, it's here. We verified. Yeah, yeah, we verified. But um, yeah, anyway, but I, I kept <laughs> I kept saying Tyler's the type of bloke and then just anything name a thing. Like, yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's the type of bloke to say oi, 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 when he's snoring. <laughs> yeah, it was just, a lot of them were really bad. A few of them were okay. Tyler's the type of bloke to wear Ebenezer Scrooge 
pajamas. <laughs> and then we talked about what the fuck that hat is. Um, anyway, but pro- how many how many of those jokes do you think I made? Probably a hundred. <laughs> and there was a couple where I was la- I like before I could get the joke out, I was laughing so hard I legitimately could not breathe. And it was funny because it was like dead silent, and then it was just the sound of Willow's wheezing and laughing and dying in the corner, and they were like, "What?" Oh man! And he would say the stupid ass joke. Oh my god, that was—I had a really good time. I hope you did too. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it was, oh it was really good. I'm, I still think about Billy Mays a lot. Oh my god! Yeah, so we just learned that Billy Mays died of luggage head. Anyway, I will not be elaborating. <laughs> Look it up. Um, it's an it's an American it's a pure American story. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah, shame. Um, okay, so com- let's that story is done completely out of the way, right? Yeah, completely unrelated, not related to that story at all. Why are psilocybin mushrooms illegal? This is a completely separate thought. I think it's because because marijuana is legal now in Canada. I think it's because they didn't understand what they were or how they worked or what kind of effect they had on the human mind and they just like lumped banned them, them out in, of fear. They lumped them in with like LSD. Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of are very similar, but even like why LSD got banned, like it's just, uh, you know, it's hurting the kids, um, you know, it's frying people's brains. We need to get get rid of it. It's dangerous. It, it wants them to not sign up for the Vietnam War and just be hippies. Right, yeah. So we need to ban it. So, yeah, there's that whole part of it. It's like it's making them non-compliant. It's making them opt out of the social contract that we need them to opt into to make the capitalism work. Well, because MKUltra, when the CIA was dosing American citizens with Oh, CIA LSD, is running on their own fucking clock. No, no, no. But they were dosing people with like 20 times what you should, like what someone takes recreationally. Yeah, but it wasn't, it doesn't do anything harmful to you. It's the... Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. But, like, just like um, uh, in Reefer Madness, they're, like... the re- One of the reasons why they banned marijuana in America was because they put a gas mask on a monkey and just pumped marijuana smoke into his face for, like, four hours, and he died of, like, lack of oxygen. Oh, no, and then they really? Sa- and then they said, breathing marijuana kills you. <laughs> and that was a legitimate study. Google that. Like that's real. That's amazing. So I, I that sounds like uh, sounds like the ivermectin <laughs> studies. I haven't read Except that a little more scientific. I haven't <laughs> I haven't read that deep into it, but I presume maybe mushrooms and LSD are uh, similar, where they're dosing people way too fucking high, and then they're like, "Look how much damage it does." It's like yeah, they were like injecting super high doses of LSD or whatever, like taking super concentrated hits of psilocybin, and yeah, and I think it was probably, like, knowing how uh, shitty fucking Congress and the Senate work, it was probably just based on, like, an- anecdotal hearsay, and just everyone was on board with it. And then Canada just made it illegal because America did. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's probably just anecdotal so, evidence that didn't mean anything. Psilocybin, at least in Canada, um, just actually, like, last year got approval. It got, like, moved up a schedule or moved down a schedule. Yeah. So that... Uh, you could uh, scientists can legally do uh, research with it because like the schedule one drugs like you can't even have for like research you just like, yeah. can't have it's them. considered like unethical and whatever yeah like methamphetamine and benzo benzodiazepine and shit like that I think yeah. that's schedule one here and then like in America fucking marijuana is schedule one 
That's that's a whole different conversation. Unfucking believable. Because yeah. even before we legalized marijuana in Canada, um, you couldn't really get in trouble for it. Not really. Unless no. you had like the cop would make you put the blunt out, but like, you, why? Are, yeah, like my, I, I, I or he'd finish it. I with mean, you. this is just anecdotal, but like, I, I have friends in high school that would be smoking a joint. Cop would come up, make them put it out, and not even take it away from them. Yeah. Just be like, stop smoking weed here. Like, you had to have, like, 50 grams of marijuana for them to yeah, arrest like, you. Yeah, like, obvious intent to distribute. Yeah. Um, and, and then they just made it legal, and then it was fine. Yeah. But psilocybin, they just recently, last few years, moved it so that uh, they can use it um, in therapeutic studies. Yeah. And there's they've made great progress in using it for treating, like, PTSD. Yes. Yeah, it's extremely effective with PTSD, with depression, with... Uh, it's also really, really good for uh, patients in palliative care. Okay. Uh, it helps people deal with, go figure, fucking dying, and, like, the stress of it, and the stress of the side effects, and just kind of the general um, anxiety that you're dealing with in those situations kind of, like, helps you have that out-of-body, um, you know, the, you know, it's not such a big deal. Death isn't the end of the world, literally. And yeah, it, it it's it's effective in so many ways. Like, imagine if you ha- instead of taking antidepressant meds, which just like made you fucking numb and killed your libido and made your hair fall out and your tits get big, like wait 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 wait, Don't your make tits your get tits. Big? Oh shit! Okay, never mind. Continue. <laughs> if you're a girl, um, you just lactate and your ass disappears. Nice. Fact. Um, okay. Imagine if instead you could just take eat a plant. You could you would eat a plant once every six months. You had a structured session with a therapist, and like that was enough to take care of your PTSD or your depression. Like that's like, that's what that's what they're talking about, and it could potentially decrease to like one month and then three or one year and then three years and then ten years, and you're just fucking cured. Because neither of us have like, ever broken the law, obviously. No. Obviously. I wouldn't, th- wouldn't dream of it. No, we wouldn't dream of breaking the law. But if those mushrooms made me feel anything like that lavender tea did on the weekend. Jasmine. Um, the, sorry, jasmine tea. Um, I remember saying... Jasmine's like, a hell of a drug, by the way. Yeah, after laughing for fucking six hours, I remember being like, is this all? Is this what happiness is like? <laughs> yeah, you really, and everyone's just kind of like... Uh, because <laughs> like, like i've been i would call myself depressed i, I don't want to like overindulge i don't want, well no i don't want to like self uh diagnose diagnose yeah. myself but my therapist thinks i'm depressed so yeah you probably are he's not a doctor though he's just a counselor degree not, kind of yeah thing, not but, a psychiatrist but um my therapist thinks i'm depressed but anyway i i i would i would call myself depressed and i haven't had a very good time uh lately in life last couple years and uh, I don't laugh a lot. I, I remember... Yeah, I guess you don't. I really don't. Like, <laughs> like I was thinking about it the other yeah. day, and I was like, wow, I really don't... I'm, I'm like, And to be fair, I do have like a very deadpan sense of humor. Yeah. Like, I'm very sarcastic, and I, I find and, it funnier. And, I, and Isaac's isn't funny. Yeah, and the people I spend the... Boy, neither are you. So the people I spend the most time <laughs> with in my life aren't funny. So it's like, I, I don't laugh at all. And then I, I just remember thinking like wow is this what like normal people feel <laughs> like just do they just laugh at stuff and they smile all the time and see a bunch of kaleidoscopes just kidding yeah when you're short of breath oh yeah right because i was um breathe you're winded so I, I was reading though uh it's legal so 
psilocybin and the chemical that psilocybin turns into when it's uh, when your blood touches it, like psilocybin or something, um, which is the actual chemical that gives you the mm-hmm. the hallucinations and stuff. Uh, those two chemicals are banned by name in the in the uh, narcotics or uh, it's not called the Narcotics Act anymore. Whatever the the our drug, food and drug, whatever. Um, but there's nothing. But uh, mushroom spores uh, don't have that yet. Ah. Uh, so it's a hundred percent legal in Canada to buy magic mushroom spores. Right. That's how people do it. Right. Um, because there's no psilocybin present. It's literally just a mushroom. Fuck off. Interesting. So that's how people do it is they buy all these. Uh, you can just buy them on the internet and they can't arrest you or anything because it's there's no drugs in it. Very cool. It, really interesting. Yeah, I was reading about it after we were hanging out for some reason. It just came to my mind. I don't know why. It's like you can buy all the ingredients for bombs. And uh... we're definitely on a list. We don't really need this. <laughs> we don't really need to censor ourselves because we are absolutely on a list. Hi there, FBI agent. That is mine. Love you. Love you too. Sorry about what I did earlier. Oh, you had, oh, you had, oh. You had to watch that. Oh no. <laughs> um. So but, <laughs> microdosing. That's the last thing I want to talk about yeah. about this. Um, because that's a good business topic. There's a lot of tech companies that sweat. I remember they did like a survey at Google, and they said like forty percent of people were microdosing fucking mushrooms. I believe it. Like, oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Like, I I honestly got probably a similar effect from ginseng, which um, which you've been I've, telling I've, me to yeah, go been, on I've instead been, of caffeine. Yeah, I've been pitching that to you, but like, I think I've gotten a very similar effect from certain uh, different herbal things. But yeah, it's it's absolutely. It's, I guess it's kind of like you know an ADHD person getting the right meds. Okay, it's kind of like you know a sane person that maybe not the right word. Neurotypical. N- yes, that's the right word. Neurotypical. Sane, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put myself in that category. <laughs> a neurotypical person uh, getting microdosing, okay. getting microdosed properly, like, um, they're, yeah, just good focus, like because we're fucking crackheads, like. Who? Every Me and you everyone, or everybody? Everybody. Okay, okay. Like, name one person that's not dependent on either uh, sugar, caffeine, caffeine, alcohol, alcohol nicotine, marijuana, marijuana, or I guess microdosing. Like, well, I tweeted the other day um, something to the effect of. Uh, oh, and I was going to say social media for that matter. Okay. That the fucking dopamine hits. Sex. Sex, video, um, video games. Yeah, we all got something. But like, yeah, I tweeted the other day something to the effect of um, drug users are below me, said Karen, sipping her coffee from the cup that said, uh, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, yeah, literally. And, uh, and it's it, just it, cr- it, cranked with enough sugar to kill a fucking horse. In a shirt that says uh, it's wine o'clock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That like I she I literally just met and, and then also takes like a several opiates and maybe some mood stabilizers and like I've I've heard this shit like my brother died of an overdose and I've heard from people that like need three cups of coffee before they're not a bitch being yeah. like well he shouldn't have, he just shouldn't have done drugs 
It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's just because caffeine and and alcohol have been destigmatized. Well, humans have been drugging themselves uh, Dude, longer than they've known that they're humans. Drugs, like, drugs are awesome. Psilocybin specifically. Uh, Stone you can, ape. You can find apes that are, you know, apes in the wild that like they'll run around like looking under cow patties for psilocybin mushrooms they'll like flip it up and be like oh yeah there's one in there and they've, they'll fucking my, microdose themselves they'll dose themselves get high as fuck they love of, it one of my favorite theories so there's in evolution in like human evolution there's you know like whatever it is 300 years 300 million 300 years yeah about, 300 million years of like human evolution yeah that's when Jesus came um <laughs> there's like there's a entire period that we uh, that human brains expanded like a thousand times. Yeah, and we don't know why. Why we don't know what it was like a because it was like gen, like general increase, 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 and then this like period of whatever it was a few thousand years. It was like boom. Yeah, and we have no idea what, what caused that. There's a lot of theories, and the theory one of the my favorite theories is called the stoned ape theory. If you want to Google that. Um, it was right around the time um, w- the third ice age, I guess, was ending. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these frozen areas were becoming more temperate, and then a lot of uh, monkeys were moving farther south, like into the, or I guess farther north into the now melted areas. And uh, all the all these glaciers melted, leaving mushrooms. And a bunch of psilocybin mushrooms were there. They started eating psilocybin mushrooms, and that's what sparked their brains to grow. Or at least set them on a non-typical neuropathway. Yeah, because made I believe... Them, made them, because obviously it wasn't like, boom, and they changed. Uh, well, it was like thousands of years, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah it was like, it was a consistently uh, outside of the pattern. Because that is one thing that, like, a lot of psychedelics do. You can look at, you know, studies of this brain scans that have been done. Is it, it creates link links in your brain that didn't previ- previously exist. Yeah. Which is why you can, like... Um, you can feel, you can taste music, you can smell colors. Yeah. Like yeah, you, yeah. it, it's literally crossing the fucking wires in your brain, and doing that obviously has um, those don't just, you know, the more it happens, the more it can happen, and that's how you create, I guess, new pathways, new ideas, new ways of thinking, and it's just, you know, you do that, you disrupt the chain, you disrupt the typical, and uh, you have a different result. So it makes sense. And. Yeah, I 100% believe that. Was, was it the invention of fire? Was it fucking weed? Was it shrooms? <laughs> probably was, it was probably drugs. Because, so, yeah, it's even like bears like getting fucked up, birds like getting drunk. Like, dude, the fucking dolphins will pass around jellyfish to mm, like get mm-hmm. to get high. Yeah. They like huff their venom or whatever. I love it. Yeah, so, dude, drugs so fuck are, off, Karen. Drugs are awesome. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> what was it? Someone said, um,. You don't need drugs to have fun. My response would be, you don't need uh, shoes to run a marathon, but it fucking helps. <laughs> I mean, um, the Kenyans would beg to differ. We should, yeah. Well, there's um, what was I reading the other day? There's like we have fossils of um, uh, Australian Aboriginal people, mm-hmm. um, and they're like their stride is like completely different than mm. how we run now like it was like wider and they ran barefoot obviously and like yeah um and they, they they like can calculate how fast they were going based on their like the footprints and they're like they're going much faster on average than we like even our athletes can now hmm yeah it's interesting, interesting. yeah 
Yeah, because there's uh, there's tribes in uh, in America that were I can't remember the name of the tribe, so I don't put it in the comments. But uh, they're just completely nomadic, and they were the longest lasting tribes. Like they were still going like into the late 1800s because they just couldn't be caught. And it was like the uh, the elderly and the young had to be able to travel something like at least 80 kilometers in a day. It was something ridiculous. Like they would they would cover massive distances, and this was always their edge in in battle or in any kind of conflict with another tribe because they could just out travel them, they could outmaneuver them. Their well, entire that, camp, their entire population would just like move a hundred well, kilometers in a day. Well, that's why um, teepees were a thing because they yeah. you could you could set up teepees in ten minutes. Yeah, right? they they literally pick up their camp and just fucking run. Yeah, and their well, that... and their and their warriors could basically go at like a marathon run level just for you know 12 to 14 hours straight and they could do that all every day every single day they would cover you know 80 miles and not stop did you have another topic after this yeah let's uh do shot caller and then switch tyler the type of bloke to take shot caller um welcome now to our segment that we call shot caller the part of the show where you the audience can pick the shot that we're going to take uh today's shot was picked by um you me <laughs> um so this was something interesting i was kind of going through the liquor store earlier i was trying to pick some kind of interesting um shots i bought another bottle of that habanero peach <laughs> or yeah. habanero yep. mango whiskey that's now i have decided it's become a a staple of my liquor cabinet and slash it's, meme and it's kind of a meme on this podcast so yeah. I'm, I'm i'm sure you'll you'll hear that come back at some point but this was something i found while just kind of shopping the bottom shelf it's a uh, Canadian whiskey, but it's aged on uh, gin botanicals. So they get like a bunch of different botanicals from. Um, uh, okay, here. It's Can called the Forager. The Forager, uh, made in Ontario, I believe. Yep, Forty Creek Distillery, Ontario, Canada. Oh. Um, and yeah, it's like uh, it's like from Quebec. They got things from Labrador. Okay, so Canadian whiskey. Um, juniper berries, spruce tips, mugwort, which sounds like a Harry Potter thing, Labrador tea, and sweet fern. And then they age the whiskey, I guess. Um, or I, I don't know how they do it, but uh, I'm assuming they would age it in the barrel first. In the barrel with yeah, in the in the barrel, and then probably well, it says steep it. It says infused, so probably steep. Yeah, yeah, probably steeped in. But very very weeks. light in color, eh? Like, yeah, well, you wouldn't expect. I mean, or, gin's fucking clear. No, but this is a whiskey, though. This has been aged three years minimum in a barrel. Mm. You typically get a much darker look, and this is quite light. Like, I can see right through this. I mean, it depends how old the barrel is. First, Even first-use barrels? Yeah. No, I guess you're... No, eh, eh. First-use barrels give you the, a lot of color. Mid-use, second-use uh, would probably give you that color. Yeah. So, it's interesting. So It, it depends on the mis how, how, anyway, they're we... mix how they're mixing their distal. It's like an... I don't want to promote them anymore until we uh, taste it and see if it's good or not. So I am cracking a water in preparation to... Uh, yeah, by the way, we also drink water sometimes. I drink a fuck ton of carbonated water. I literally drink carbonated water, shout out bubbly. Or alcohol. Or alcohol. I don't drink anything else, yep. literally. I haven't drinking a a soda that's not a chase or a mix with liquor for like since i was a teenager 
I drink it when I need my sugar fix, which Except is usually about two o'clock in the afternoon. The occasional um, ginger ale. Ooh, I'm, have you had cranberry ginger ale? I have. Oh, yeah. so good. I'm a big ginger ale fan, especially like you got a little upset tummy. Mm-hmm. Just drink a little bit of ginger a ale. A little Canada Dry. Canada Dry is the superior brand. Fuck Schweppes. Fuck them. Canada Dry is the superior. I will drink dollar store ginger ale off brand before I drink fucking Schweppes. And on that note. On that note, uh, cheers. cheers. Thank you, The Forager, for sponsoring this episode. I actually like that. I didn't even chase it. And I'm usually bad with shots. Very interesting. Yeah, really interesting. I actually like that a lot. So many different... I can't can't even describe it. (laughs) It's like... There's so many... Like, you taste so many fruits and... So, you know know when you drink a a bad whiskey? Mm -hmm. And you have that whiskey burn? Mm Mm-hmm. It'd be like, ah, oh, I have this whiskey burn. And then you bit a pine tree to, <laughs> to get rid of the you, whiskey you, burn. You bit a pine tree and like uh, maybe ate like some berries. And that is 30. So. Okay. So what's the, what's the name of the company that has the habanero whiskey again? Old Smoky. Okay. Old Smoky. If you're listening, your motherfucking labels are awful. Oh my God. These labels are terrible. Okay. It's aesthetically pleasing. If you're just looking at the bottle from a distance and you're squinting and you're kind of blind, but (laughs) if you're trying to read what the fuck the flavor is, they don't have the flavor like on the front. It's on the side of the bottle. Yeah. It's like, I I literally had to like, I, I knew I wanted this and I was looking at all of them and I'm like, which one's the one I want? Like, and never mind customers that don't know they want it. So, I don't know how you found this. And, oh, it was on sale. That's why. It was on sale. That's and, the only And reason. it was on the shelf weird. So I saw it. And no, no, sorry. I was in a, uh, I was in one of the express liquor marts. Oh, okay. So, so it, it like was extremely narrow. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I, you're looking at all the liquor kind of from the side. Yeah. yeah. So I saw the, the mango habanero mm-hmm. on the side of the bottle because I was like in a tiny store. Um, and it was on sale. But Old Smokey, if you want to collab... <laughs> Yeah, I'm in ask, the liquor industry. Ask fucking Willows, and I'm <laughs> I'm not a professional liquor maker, but I mean tangentially, I'm qualified. We are professional liquor drinkers. Yeah, your shit sucks. Uh, the, I should the, say it sucks. The label. It's 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 not a label is supposed to, you know, identify your product, and at, so, at that, it's doing poorly. Look at this. It's Beautiful. The name, the Forager Botanical Whiskey, has a fucking all the different botanicals. I assume has the juniper I see, and has all these all the botanicals in like a wreath around the label. This Beautiful. I look at this. Beautiful gives me exactly. Tasting it, looking at the label, that was that was exactly what I was signing up for. Even the clarity of the even the clarity of the the booze, like yeah, everything there because a lot of. Whiskies will put them not in clear bottles. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then, then even I, like the then, yeah even, even the Captain Morgan we're drinking is in like a pirate bottle. Yeah, the pirate bottle. Yeah, <clears throat> the mango whiskey, it, the old smoky. Like, it's we're gonna put it on camera so you can look at it and cry with us. Uh, I think the bottle is fantastic. The shape of the bottle, I think the color is fantastic. I think the lucky is great. Yeah, for me. Where on here do you see having your 
Yeah, if if I if I bought this expecting Old Smoky Tennessee whiskey and I took a fucking sip of this and I tasted mango habanero, I'd be pissed. I would be pissed. There it is on the side and on the back. I would be so fucking mad because I actually initially no that's what happened. I was initially going to buy it because it was like an, an Old Smoky Tennessee whiskey. I'm like, "Okay, awesome. I'm going to have a Tennessee whiskey." And I walked away from the shelf with it before you read it. And I was reading it on my way back to the till and I almost put it back. I'm glad you didn't. Because now it's become a meme on this podcast and I'm a big fan. So, we like your product, Old Smoky. Just be better. Be better at the labeling. That's all I'm asking. But uh, yeah, I was saying like hire Neil. Yeah, if you want my, if you want to use my graphic designer, let me know. Um, but I, um, you know what's awesome? Yeah. About this podcast. Yeah, I do. So this podcast we haven't monetized yet. We don't make any money off this. We just spend. But, comma. There's nothing in the tax law. It says you have to make money at a business. Well, tons of businesses don't make money. As long as you have the intention to make money. Right? We we have the intention. What What kind of idiot would spend this much money on booze and sound equipment and spend this much time at it with no intention of return? Wink. (laughs) <laughs> not this kind of idiot exactly haha fuck but, you so CRA this the alcohol is absolutely a business expense absolutely, this is an, yeah. this is an alcohol based podcast yep. I don't think CRA could argue that no so absolutely that's a tax write off yep I don't what I will have to ask my accountant is if you have to be a registered business to write that off on your taxes I mean, you could probably put it under your alcohol business umbrella. No, I wouldn't want to confuse it with my other business. I don't want that gets complicated. You want to keep everything separate in corporations. But then we'd have to register this as a business. Well, do we? If you want to write shit off on it and file taxes for it. Why can't I write it off as my personal taxes? I don't know. Maybe you can. Well, that's what I'm saying. Can you? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either way. Either um, way. That was not the topic that I was going to Yeah, gonna let's, about, uh, but, sorry, that took us a while. Um, sorry if, for all if, of you that are listening to just the audio uh, and you couldn't see the bottle that we're referring to. Yeah, it fucking sucks to suck, don't it? Um, so I'm going to point at the whiteboard behind me, which, again, is very good in audio form. Um, it's <laughs> It says, let's give up on travel with a brilliant picture of an airplane. And that's it? Uh, that's the only picture? Yeah, it's in front of two buildings. I, no. I can't recognize them. They're oh, just God. buildings. I'm going to cut that out. Um there's a picture of an airplane, and uh, it's because uh, we were initially, uh, you know, we really wanted to go to Cuba in February because we figured, you know what, 2022 sounds like a good time to get on a plane again, and uh, it's probably not. I don't know about that. I think we can still make it work. I don't think so. Why not? Even if we can, I think it's in poor taste. Give me your grievances, and I will my give grievance you my counter. My grievance is specifically with the country of Cuba. Okay, let's pick another country then. Okay. Um, secondarily, um, I don't want to spend thousands oh, of dollars God. going on a trip. This fucking broke guy again. Yeah, I know. This broke guy uh, right here. Well, make yeah. more fucking money. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Your broke ass has been broke for years. Yeah, and now I'm not, so yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. No, this is how it works. Um, no, I think 
we were talking about potentially like maybe going to BC or something, British Columbia for yeah, you but Kelowna in know. Kelowna in February, I don't know about that. Oh, it's amazing! Like, okay, Kelowna is hot at two times, fucking August and January, February, because um, it's the the winter sports are just as big as the summer attractions. Okay. And that's just like the the towns are full, the bars are full, the clubs are full. Like, because for reference, our friend that was just visiting lives in Kamloops, British Columbia. Yeah, which is we would. Yeah, which is like prime snowboarding country. Like the the best mountain biking snowboarding in the world is within an hour drive of where he lives. Yeah, yeah, because we're between the Rocky Mountains and the coast, Canada's side of the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, Um, and then yeah, we're between like two mountain ranges. uh yeah, I don't I don't know. I just kind of feel like we deserve to go somewhere tropical. Yeah, I don't know. I I still think it's in poor taste, partially because I'm also on the climate change bandwagon oh, really come hard. On. Uh you're fine. I know I'm fine, but like I think in general, uh frivolous travel where you gotta take a plane and it's gonna burn, you know, hundreds of pounds of fuel. Are you driving to Kamloops? Well, yeah. Okay, I'm fucking flying. I'm never driving again. I don't give a shit. It's not that far. I've done the drive before. Yeah, but if you have like three people to drive, I'm. it's not a big deal. I'm just taking a plane. It's not even more expensive. What are you going to drive around when you get there? You're gonna jail's pay, car. You're going to pay $250 a day for a fucking car. Oh, I'll take jail's car. What are we talking about? Too many people are not going to all fit in one car. Okay, well, then you're driving there, obviously, so you'll take your own car, and then I'll go to jail. Sure. <laughs> Either way, like, I think travel... You know what I'm going to do? Fly first class. Do it. You know what I'm going to do when I'm there? Burn my garbage. <laughs> Burn <laughs> just, my garbage? Just, and, just and to... Throw, off- throw my car batteries yeah, in I'm the gonna fucking ocean. Yeah, I'm going to throw my car batteries in the ocean just to <laughs> offset your carbon footprint. I'm going to burn more carbon. That's fantastic. I think we deserve to go somewhere tropical. Why? Because we work very hard. That doesn't mean anything. It means something Most to me. Most people work very hard and can't fucking feed themselves. Yeah, because they're dum-dums. And we are smart smarts. Yeah, that's the difference. It, like if you can find a better difference between me and the average population, I would uh, love to Tall, white, hmm. in Canada. Number one, thank you for calling me tall. I appreciate it. Number two, you don't. none of us know my uh, my ethnic history. I could have some. You look fucking Amish. Well, you look Mexican. <laughs> I literally don't. But you are. I plead the fifth. Three. I don't remember what the third thing is, but I think we deserve to go on a cool vacation, Tyler. I don't know. I don't want to spend two or three thousand dollars for a fucking week of drunk. Two weeks. I'm not going for two weeks. Three weeks. Hell no. I will lose my goddamn mind. Like they've done ten weeks. They have done studies on this, and ten days is the perfect vacation. I disagree with that because I've done ten day vacations and I've done two week vacations, and I feel like the decompression time. Maybe just because I'm. You just slept for half the week, and I can't sleep when I'm here. That's a you problem. I agree, which is why I want to go on a vacation. Okay, I, you start a week ahead. I you will. decompress. Yes. And the normies will show up and party for a Yeah, I, I thought this was the plan the whole time. Please do. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't see why I don't I don't see why this is a problem. I don't know. I'm here's the debate topic, I guess. Yeah, I guess. We fucking disagree on this, you motherfucker. Um I think travel <laughs> I think I, I think travel in general, um like just frivol like obviously there's still people that are not going to uh subscribe to this at all. Like for example, one of my fucking tile like clients uh that I've done tile work for as soon as he got vaccinated and got his vaccine passport, he's been on a plane like every other week flying somewhere. Like he spent uh, like $4,000 on travel to go to fucking Florida for a weekend. So he, it was a four-day trip. He spent $3,000 on flights, testing, and like just hotel accommodations, like four nights stay. It was like three, 4000 bucks, And then that doesn't include entertainment while you're there. Sure. Like just blowing money for the fucking sake of it. Yeah. At that point. And uh like just needs like has this like nearly fucking psychotic need just to like get on a plane and be somewhere that's not here. And to me, I think that's absolutely stupid because if you feel like if you for example, there's a person also that spent like a million and a half dollars on their personal home, built making it into the <laughs> perfect custom. Just home. move away if you hate Winnipeg so much. Fucking move. Yeah. Like, Because I really like Winnipeg. Like you got a home gym. Yeah. You have a $30,000 personal theater. You yeah. have a $50,000 pool yeah. in the back of your house. You have a 80-inch TV that is, in addition to your 200-inch high-definition theater projector. Yeah. Like, you have fucking four bedrooms. You have a fucking Range Rover. Three of your friends own nightclubs. And you still can't stand to be home? That That is not... Like that, there's something else wrong with you at I, that point. Like, I, I don't disagree, but I, I think like I, I like that's being, just indulgence for the sake of it. I like being here, but I, I don't think there's any reason why having two weeks somewhere else is not. Yeah, but two weeks every other week. I don't know. Whatever. If if you are that can't spend it when you're dead, it's not about spending money. Like people with shitloads of money don't just like. Spend end it all because they can like that's not the point of having money it's i don't know i i just think um i don't know it's it's like running around in the great depression rubbing in everyone's faces how much fucking stake you have like why do you think this is the great depression it's worse what is <laughs> like if you're not in a first world country right now that has access to vaccines and has your economy mostly back on track so this is an entirely pandemic decision for you. It's not a pandemic decision. It's everything that has resulted of the pandemic. Okay, but... Like, everyone's having a bad fucking time and hates us because they're like, we're at 3% vaccina vaccination levels, and all you guys can talk about is all the fucking white supremacists that won't, don't want to get vaccinated, and you're having fucking riots and beating up nurses because you don't want to get vaccines. But and I'm, we're over here fucking suffering but can't feed our families. I'm not a white supremacist that refuses to get vaccinated. So why should I suffer for that? What can I do to get... Who says you have to suffer? I want to go somewhere... It's talking about indulgence. I want to go somewhere tropical with my friend Tyler. Which is an indulgence. So is half the shit I do. Going out and eating a burger's indulgence. Yeah. I guess, in a sense, it is. Um, I don't know. I just, I just think it's... I think traveling to a tropical place that's in the middle of, uh, you know unprecedented civil unrest okay cuba a was just an idea because i've been to, to the dominican 
and I've been to Mexico now. Yeah. And I want to go somewhere tropical. Haiti's fucked. What what else is there? Name another place. Bora Bora and shit like that is too like that's expensive to go to. That's too far. Africa. We could go to South Africa. I'm pretty sure everywhere is fucked. For what? That's not a first world country. Like for their their economy. Like yeah. So you know what we should do? Go there and give them USD. Spend our dollars. Spend our dollars there. Yeah, I don't know. The like minimum the, wage in the province we were in Mexico was 30 USD a month. When I was tipping those servers 1 USD every time they sat us somewhere, that was like paying them a fucking month's wage or like a week's wage. No, like a day's wage. Yeah. Yeah. I was like paying them 100 bucks. Yeah. Like a Canadian 100 bucks. Yeah, I I I understand that to an extent of you know, toss your blessings around, you know, throw Throw fucking money around, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Also, I like to experience stuff. As it was do cool I. seeing a different culture. As do I. And... I just, I just feel like it's bad timing. So you're saying you're not saying we shouldn't do because we're trying to do a yearly trip. You've committed to this. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. But you're saying maybe this year we don't go. Foreign. Yeah, yeah. It just feels in, it feels like it's in poor taste. While so many people are struggling, I think it's, uh, I think it's in poor taste to go spend. You know, a bunch of money traveling abroad, and I don't have many more years on this earth. Twenty-seven oh. club. I'm gonna be dead <laughs> in two years. Oh, <laughs> like Kurt Cobain. I've had a lot of fun in the last year just staying in the province. Like, there's so much shit to do. Like, fucking Manitoba. It's massive. It's bigger than a lot of countries. True. Like, there's a lot of things to do here. Bear with me, though beach november or uh february honestly it'll probably be 30 30 above in february anyways it's global warming bitch oh yeah honest okay here's a hot take for you it's fucking canada october 6th we had almost 30 degrees today it was fucking 30 about 30 yeah. degrees celsius usually it's snowing that's like that's like hitting 92 in october in fucking north dakota think about that yeah well yeah because i remember this time last year because the we had a snow dump. We we had yeah. no two, no two years had, ago. Sorry, we had two feet of snow yep. a week before this week. One of my farmers markets, the Wolsey Farmers Market, goes till uh, the twentieth ish, uh, the the second last Thursday in October every year. It goes way longer than the other farmers markets, and we showed up one day after a fucking blizzard. Two feet of snow on the ground. A tree had come down right in the middle of the market. Uh, we just sat up, set up our tents around it. Yeah. And I would, like, go into my car to warm up every 15 minutes. It was fucking minus five, like, and we were outside selling selling our goods. I love it. And today, which is approximately the same time of year, thirty uh, two years ago, it's 30 degrees. I love this province. <sighs> fucking, yeah, Manitoba's kind of weird, but... Uh, Never know it. It's like a box of chocolates. Never know what you're gonna get. True. Um, we'll talk more off camera, but I I want to go somewhere that's not Manitoba. I think if we go Kamloops, I wouldn't be mad at. I think. Neither would I because I've never been to BC in the winter time. Like I've been to BC in the for, winter. It's beautiful. N- not for enjoyment. The purposes, mountains are the mountains are beautiful, but not for like pleasure. Um, I've been there for business in that period of time. And can we go skiing? 
Yes. I have gone skiing one time in my life. Fuck yeah, we're going skiing, man. We're going to be fun. We're going. We're gonna go to a ski lodge. We're gonna smoke all the weed. We're gonna drink. I don't smoke weed. We're gonna drink all the tea. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, stay in like a a beautiful like mountain lodge Airbnb. Get like, get the ultimate fucking experience. Uh, but snowy winter, like, but in BC because and 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 BC winters are awesome because compared to where we live, they're mild. Oh yeah, no, it's so funny because we fly from here to there. It's twenty degrees warmer. It's still like minus twenty, yeah. but we're like, oh fuck yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like sweater weather, bitches. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we're like, um, yeah, we go from parkas to sweaters and we can romp around on the mountains. That's uh, I like I, that idea. So we'll, we'll we'll get more into that later off camera because they don't give a shit about where we're traveling. <laughs> but I want to I want to dive more into. That's an interesting. I have not heard anyone. So the thing I'll compare it to is that I know that Native Hawaiians right now mm-hmm. are saying like, please don't come here. Yeah. As tourists. Correct. Because Americans can just go to Hawaii. It's a state. And they're fucking infecting it full of COVID. Yeah. And then I've heard the other side because a couple of people I follow on like Twitter have gone. Yeah. And they've been like, well, like no one told me that number one. Yeah. Until I was here. Number two, everyone here seems to be pretty inviting and yeah, like I'm spending money because it's their job. Well, fair. Uh, a lot of Hawaii runs on tourism. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember when I, someone I follow, like a semi-famous person was like, oh, yeah, I thought the fucking restrictions were tough in California where I live. Went to Hawaii. They're, like, COVID-IDing you to sit on a fucking picnic table outside and shit. Yeah. Like, they're doing, like, heavy restrictions, which is what we're doing here, too. But America, right, is fucked. But um, it's an interesting... I haven't really heard anyone besides you just now say, like, maybe we should take a year off traveling because the rest of the world's fucked for vaccines and, like... It's an interesting, yeah. It's an and, interesting take. I can't say you're wrong. And also, there's no guarantees that Cuba will even be accepting travelers from Canada at that period of time. That's the other thing you got to remember because more than likely, our province is going to see a spike because there's certain regions we that already are. Like are. 50, but I'm fully like va- but 50. I'm fully vaxxed. But that like, doesn't change their federal policy. Cuba's federal policy. Yeah, they might just cut off flights. Fair. That's fair. And um, and also, uh, if there's, let's say there's a testing requirement, um, just like I mentioned about my friend, I think he said he spent $1,200 in testing, in rapid no, tests. That seems... No, not... no, it's like 12, it's $300 each time or $400 each. But yeah, what if fucking Cupid closes the border? Do we get our, I guess we don't get our money back no. probably on the flight. Actually, your flight insurance would cover it. I never buy the flight insurance. My credit card has it by default. Okay. If, I never buy the flight if, insurance. If I buy any... Here's a nice perk. Look at your fucking credit card perks. You probably don't use them. Um, if I buy anything online or anything... Actually, anything anywhere with my credit card, like let's say I buy a new laptop with my credit card and something goes wrong with it within the first 90 days, I can claim it on my credit card insurance. That's actually almost a business tip of the week. <laughs> like, yeah. Check so your fucking credit card. I, uh, for for uh, for reference, I have the WestJet World Elite, which you need like 100K income, whatever to get. And uh, Oh, yeah, you're 100K a year in income. Wink, wink. And uh, if, yeah, if I bought like a MacBook and I wanted to return it within 90 days that whatever didn't uh, match the manufacturer's or the store's return policy, 
I could claim it and get a full refund. On the credit card. But yeah, same thing for travel insurance. That's interesting. I actually am not familiar with uh, the rewards on my credit card. So, Also, other thing with my uh, credit card insurance, I don't have to ever... If I rent a car with this card, I never have to get the... Uh, the car insurance or like the whatever extra coverage or whatever that you, they they try to upsell you uh because it undercoating over, it yeah it over, it overrides that yeah undercoating undercoating extended warranty because mastercard pays it yeah so yeah mastercard would uh cover any incident that happens with a rental car so you rent a car with this you put down the deposit or have the reserve whatever and yeah if you get in an accident get a fender bender anything so when they ask to sell you the additional warranty you just say nope and or uh, insurance just say no because your credit card uh, travel insurance will likely cover it so this is pretty uniform across any travel forward credit cards this is obviously a travel specific WestJet, and yeah amex has a lot of this stuff if you have a business amex um, business or sorry the Amex uh, travel concierge is a fantastic service to use we once uh, used it while you know just road tripping called the Amex concierge and we said hey can you get us a hotel in the city they booked us a hotel like they they made the phone call to the hotel they met the reservation you know they used their car your card everything they took care of it all is there an additional charge for that or not really no. that's cool with Amex I have an Amex um, yeah, so you can just call the Amex Concierge. Fantastic service. They'll do fucking anything for In you. America or here too? Anywhere. Okay. So you, I have an Amex. So you call them, you're like, hey, can you book me flights? Uh, I want to go to Cuba in February. Can you give me like a good deal? Yeah. They'll do it for you. Cool. Interesting. Um, and I then we're like, oh, uh, what's like entertainment for the night? Like what's happening in what's happening in Minneapolis? And they're yeah. like, oh, well, there's uh, this this, and this concert. concert. Like, oh, okay, well, what's there for tickets? She's Can like, oh, there's general admission of this VIP. She's like, either it's 190 a person or $78 a person. We're like, okay, we'll get general admission. Just grab us two tickets. She's like, okay, great. Yeah, it's in your email. And this is just like all over the phone. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so we just That's like, super cool, actually. So like, as we're road tripping, we just you dial the phone number on the back of the fucking card, yeah. put on speaker, and just like, she just concierge her whole Do you have to trip. have like the black card kind of no. level? No. No. That's cool because I have an Amex. No, it's just Amex. We have a business Amex. Um, it's a charge card, though. It's not a credit card. I don't think it matters. But recently... As long as you're contributing to their outlandish fees. Yeah. Ugh. Don't get me started with Amex. They you got to remember, most people will never use this. Why? Because, first of all, why why would they think of it? Sure. They don't know about it. Because they're listening to our podcast. Right. And, like... That's that's how these companies. This is how credit card companies points with point systems and reward systems make profit, is because the utilization is lower than, than who's what they give for out. The service. Than what they give out. Well, and do you think they get paid by hotels? No, I almost think they do. The kickbacks? Yeah, like eh, maybe. I, I'm if I had to the what I know not this industry, but what I know about like referral industry is basically like you have a short list of like hotels. Right. So when someone's like, Hey, I got to stay somewhere in the Minneapolis region. Can you recommend me a couple hotels? You kind of have this list 
and then those yeah, hotels the... know that you have the list and if they get referrals then they start they they pay you for them maybe that's part of it but when we were doing this for example um 90 of the hotels were 90 percent booked so yeah. there's very few options so like sure. they were they were like seventh option down the list sure but it's fucking amex they probably have a yeah, long they, list of they connections have, yeah right? they could have re- referral systems with everyone i yeah. mean i'm sure they try to make money everywhere they can but you will yeah you'd be dumb not to right but the concierge will give you service regardless that's interesting does uh does do like mastercard and visa have similar programs or not really yeah depending on your card i'm gonna look into that because that's an interesting uh like i just got a package for a new card actually and uh actually no those ones that are listed off half of those are for a new visa that i got i just up- got upgraded to like whatever the new black visa um, and we have a black Rogers card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, open your pamphlet, look through all the benefits the, the, and features. The, like the 19 they're... page thing that you sign without reading when you yes. get the card. Yes, exactly. When I was 18 thing. years old and didn't know anything about anything. Exactly. Perfect. So when, it, if you, you know, if you can upgrade your card or if you can dig out that thing, when you got your card, read through that whole fucking thing, because they don't anticipate that you actually use the perks that That's you have. That's a really good, like there's, there's a whole, I didn't even know about this. There's a whole industry around. Okay. We had, sorry. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. So we're cutting back in randomly, probably mid sentence, but uh, we were just talking about, um, points yeah the, yeah there's an entire economy around airline points that nobody or, ever talks or just about credit card reward points uh, interesting yeah just even beyond the points uh look at your benefits look at your features look at your look at the 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 things you're paying for because look at a flick of the wrist yeah because a lot of your cards you know you might be paying fucking 99 dollars a year for your premium credit card and then what are you getting yeah get your fucking use out of it you're not using any yeah. of the any of the points yeah yeah there's a lot of like people underestimate the fact that if you make any purchase online or anywhere and you get ripped off uh your credit card company will go to fucking oh, yeah. war for you're you. insured oh yeah 100 um, I've, I've been on the i've been on the um uh getting your ass beaten end of <laughs> a credit card company going after you because or yeah you know because customers like oh i didn't i didn't get what i paid for think about visas lawyers <laughs> like yeah well you're talking about 18 months of arbitration and suspended uh like and fun, funds held in escrow, like eighteen months of that before you get to lawyers. Yeah, and then you have to deal with lawyers. Yeah, my um, it's not fucking worth it. I have friends that have bought and shit off like sketchy shit off Wish or whatever, and it just never mm-hmm. arrives from China. And uh, you can challenge it. A visa will immediately reimburse you, yep. and then go and fuck them up for the money. Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. will. Like you get more than a handful of those uh, claims on your account, and your business is shut down. Yeah. Because no one will ever process your payments anymore. Yeah, Visa right? is more powerful than the federal government. Oh, literally, look at like what happened. When we talked about OnlyFans. Yep. Um, and uh, what was, was the other one? Visa and Mastercard made OnlyFans uh, cut pornography. And out. Pornhub made them cut, delete seventy five percent of their videos and yep. like yeah, like Visa Mastercard have a, and Walmart they went to fucking bat with. Uh, no, and then remember Wal- uh, Walmart won. By being like, oh yeah, I guess we'll just not accept Visa anymore. And they're like, really? wait, wait a second, never mind. Well, because Costco doesn't accept Visa, right? They only accept Mastercard, right? I don't know what the what the story is there. I, I but, assume because everyone kind of accepts everyone kind of has both. 
but especially Costco customers, if you but, have one, you well, can have and the other. Costco's credit card is a Mastercard, right? So you can just use it. But um, Walmart went to bat with like Mastercard Visa. I forget which one it was, and uh, and played chicken and lost because hmm. they're like, you don't want to lose Walmart, and they're like, okay, you don't want to lose Visa, and they're like, oh wait, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's significant. So it's 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 interesting, yeah. Anyways, that's Anyways. some white privilege shit. It is a white privilege shit. Not only uh, do you get credit, but also premium credit um, when you're white and uh, have a business and, and cycle a lot of money through your credit and know how to do so because you were told so by a podcast such as this. Wow. So, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I just don't feel awesome about uh, going to Cuba. And uh, I think maybe... They deserve some solidarity, not tourism dollars. But also, they need tourism dollars and solidarity. So, so I am conflicted because uh, I think you're fucked if you do, fucked if you don't. So I'm going to rebuttal what you just said by transitioning into our final segment of the show called Business Tip of the Week, where me and Tyler give you a business tip of uh, something that we're currently going through in business. And my business tip is... Fuck it, take that trip. You're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna be it's cliche, but you're not gonna be lying on your deathbed saying, Oh, I wish I saved my money and saved those Cubans. I wish I didn't go to Cuba the one time. You're gonna say, I wish I experienced more of the world. God, I wish I wouldn't have been part of that Cuban revolutionary militia that overthrew we, the government. We that could one have time. a lot of fun. You, you, we Honestly, I, I'd have more fun in the middle of a revolt. I could literally be El Presidente. So I don't want to hear this, <laughs> but sold <laughs> my business tip in general is like, if you're kind of looking at your books and saying, okay, well, two grand is, can pay for this much food, this much rent, this much car payments, et cetera, et cetera. Like I'm always a big preacher of just make more money. Like you're not going to get into pos- prosperity by saving money and not going on trips. No, I while we were drinking tea on the weekend, I got a I got a job that'll probably take me three days that'll pay for my Cuba trip. There you go. So whether or not we go to Cuba or Kamloops or maybe another tropical place, I think we should. Well, we're definitely going somewhere. Yeah, because we've had this conversation. We've we should experience something new every year. Yeah, I think that's important because there's people here that can't experience anything new. True. True that. We're people not here that can't experience That's anything. what I mean. <laughs> here in spirit. I wish he was here. But. On that sad note. On that sad note, you need a business tip of the week. Oh, right. Um, I guess half point. Uh, you look at your fucking credit cards and the benefits you have. <laughs> the, the And then do the opposite where uh, you're saying, don't take that trip. Save the money. Invest it in your business. <laughs> no, I, w- I wouldn't say that. No, that's not something I would advise. Um, take the trip, YOLO. Um, spend the money. Fuck it. I think business tip of the week. Uh, hiring is hard. True. Capacity is a function of your ability to um, interest people in whatever the fuck it is that you're doing. And if you're not good at that, if you're n- if you can't compete for talent against other people that uh, also need that same talent to survive. If you're not okay with that, uh, 
get better. If, yeah, if you're not okay with that relationship where you're constantly competing, competing for approval, you're competing for, uh, competing for talent, uh, get the fuck out of business because uh, you're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to make it forefront on how you hire people, how you pay people, how you uh, talk about compensation, how you talk about equity in your company, how you talk about building wealth in your company. Um, yeah, fucking th- think about it because if you are you know under 10 people 10 let's say if let's say under five core employees you can say five people those five motherfuckers will never leave um if you're less than that which is 90 percent of businesses um you need to think about what is your structure that is going to give those people a a long-term uh long-term ideal to strive for and some kind of reward structure that matches what they want. Don't make it. Do you want to contextualize that, or do you just want to leave it as a general? Like, I think it's a general because, like, I could contextualize it into exactly what we're facing right now, but uh, it's probably not relevant for most people. The average business? Yeah. Just talk to, I would say, first and foremost, talk to your employees. Say, what are you looking for out of life? What are you looking for out of your career? What are you looking for out of your whatever whatever you're trying to do are you trying to build a business are you trying to build wealth are you trying to build freedom are you just trying to have a fulfilling career and you have an rsp and you're gonna fucking die with an rsp like what are your what are your goals and build it off of that because just as easily as you can fall short you can also overshoot and you can give too much and giving too much can be just as damaging as not giving enough i have paid a salesman so much that he became a crackhead and lived in a motel as one does um i've also had a salesman who did not make enough to pay rent and he fucking left so you can have both things be true with the same structure so pay attention ask questions and uh be flexible because if you're not flexible and if you're not paying attention you're just not going to get the result you want you're going to get left behind or your business is just going to suffer because your bottom line completely depends on the people that are willing to go to bat for you. Yeah, I think that's uh, a good a place as any to end Hurrah, up. Raw communism. I love communism. Um, as long as it includes uh, working and money and capitalism. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I do just love capitalism. Sorry, jail. Or just money. Sorry, Stalin. Um. This is alcohol beyond this point. Uh, the podcast where we alcohol debate. has been far beyond this point. Alcohol far preceded this point. Thank you. Con- sorry. Continue. My name is Willows. That's at vote Willows V O T E W I L L O W S on everything. And my name is Tyler. Tyler underscore the builder on it's mostly Tyler the underscore builder. Fuck. I thought I got it right this time. Tyler the underscore builder on Instagram and uh, Ty the Samurai on Snapchat just because I'm feeling frisky today. Oh, send us uh, some snaps. Send me some risque snaps. Risque snaps. Whether it's of you or your girlfriend. Don't worry, your girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast. That's fine. You can send me risky sniffs at. Snip snaps? Are you drunk? Yes. That's funny. Snapchats. Snip snaps? Snip snaps. (laughs) Send me a risky snip snap. Can you please send me a risky snip snap? Hey, this is Alcohol Beyond the Snip Snap, the podcast where we send risky snip snaps. To the drinks that we podcast. Well, I sh- we're just going to end today. Bye. Yeah.
What the fuck's the sniff sniff? Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast.